Welcome to the New Abbey Podcast. We are still in our Advent series. We are in our second week of Advent. And before we get started, the question I have for you all is what are you most hopeful for this Christmas season? today is Philippians chapter 1 starting at verse 3. I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers for you I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now being confident of this that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart whether I am in chains defending and confirming the gospel all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how long, how I long for you with the affection of Christ Jesus, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit and righteousness that comes through Christ Jesus, to the glory and praise of God. So, um, what does this have to do with Christmas? Probably already figured it out, but I'll just uh, just say it. Side note: After talking to Daryl, I was like, "Can you tell me how it ends? Because I'm for, I'm not gonna read it." And I'm <laughs> after just spending so much time with it and learning all these things. I'm like, "But I need to know how it ends." Because if I didn't read it in high school, um, I'm not gonna read it now. Okay, so. Um, what does that have to do with Christmas? Well, here's the beautiful thing, because here's what I've been thinking a lot about um, Christmas this year. Here's what I've been seeing in the passages for Advent, and here's what I've been even hearing from people as I talk to people in our community as I think about my own experience is this. We think that this might not have anything to do with Christmas, but it has everything to do with Christmas because the, the very birth of, of Jesus is, is sort of this juxtaposition that's uncomfortable, Right? It's, it's opposite in, it, in and of itself. We have the Savior being born in a dirty manger. We have everything being different and then things being the same. The whole idea of Christmas is these opposites existing within one another. We have this glorious moment, this moment that we celebrated and have celebrated for centuries and will keep celebrating that happened under some really harsh terms. We have this hope that we carry with us. We have this hope that is meant for all, that is to lift all these burdens. And then we have a world that seems to be falling in despair. The very reality of Christmas brings in the idea of these opposites, right? Which brings up an uncomfortable thing for me as a person who lives in the society, right? Because I ask myself all the time, if it's not perfect, is it done? If it's not perfect, if it's not done yet, is it even real, right? It's a question I have about so many things in my life. If it's not perfect, if it's not done, does it really exist, right? Um, and we lose this sort of, uh, like kind of what we saw with the kids, right? As adults, like we wouldn't do that, 
Like if it wasn't really nailed down, like half of us before would have been like, no, I'm sorry. I'm not, we did not get the rehearsal time. I'm not gonna put myself out there like that. Um, <laughs> no, thank you, right? Go ahead, it's cute for you. Um, but the kids are like, great. I'll talk to my mom halfway through. I'll do this. Like I'm doing it for this, this experience, right? And a lot of us, um, I think, or I'll just throw myself under the bus. I really like the idea of Christmas as it exists in its perfect form, but I do not like the participation with Christmas for what that actually means for me. I do not like the reality that even the birth of Jesus means for me that these opposites will exist. And in those opposites is where the beauty is. I want things in their perfect form, right? What's funny to me is I say this all the time. I'm like, if I was Oprah, if I was Elon Musk, I would be so generous. I'd be the most generous person. But then I'm like, I am someone, you know? Like, I'm me. How am I not translating that? There's something about like, if this was in a perfect form, then I could do something. If it was done and it was, and the, the Advent um, passage this week in Philippians, right? Um, began a good work, right? And seeing it to completion is this whole idea of, it's not about being, becoming perfect. It's about who you become in the arriving, right? Which is the most uncomfortable, um, but also the most beautiful. And talking to Daryl about Moby Dick, about Genesis, about all these things, um, uh, opposites don't create the conflict. Opposition isn't bad. It's the very thing you need to create the beautiful thing. And what that means for the reality of Christmas is Christmas means hope, right? We have hope that the way of Jesus is true and good and right and pure and brings wholeness and healing and health and maturity. And we also have a lot of hopelessness. And I think for some, maybe me this year, right? This season has felt little more hopeless than hopeful. And I at times feel like that hopelessness disqualifies me from participating in the Christmas story. And then I realize this juxtaposition, these opposites that were present at the birth of Jesus gives us insight in the fact that hopelessness is the very thing you need to have hope. That imperfection is the very thing you need to find a sort of perfection. If these kids came up here and they were all, it's like Sister Act 2, right? <clears throat> Which is the truest gospel narrative. Um, you have the like St. Mary's choir that like has the robes and they like come out. If you've never seen Sister Act 2, this is exactly what it looks like. And, um, <laughs> and then you have the, the cool choir and before they go out, they're like, take off your robes. Your teacher just says, take your robes. And then they get in their like regular clothes and some of them are doing flips and it's not all perfect, right? And who wins? Spoiler alert. But it came out in 1993. So if you haven't seen it, um, they win. Right, but it's this idea that it's not the thing that is perfect, that is flawless. It's the thing that feels real, is the thing that has the imperfection in it. That right now in this room, there are people who feel like they are disqualified from engaging with the Christmas story because they feel hopeless. And the reality is hopelessness is the very thing that gets you ready and creates a space for hope. There is absolutely nothing that disqualifies you from participating with the reality that Jesus is real and there is work to do in the world. Just because there is work left to do because it's not perfect doesn't mean it's not real. That's the very thing that the story is telling us. That this work has begun, this work is not complete, and that middle part is exactly where the magic happens. 
That's where you find the things that are true and pure and good. I'm starting to feel um, a little bit like Daryl feels about Moby Dick about Michelle Obama's book. <laughs> um, because Michelle Obama wrote it. And um, <laughs> she has this... Um, I don't know when I'll stop preaching. It's like when Black Panther came out and I feel like I did nine sermons about Black Panther. Um, but anyways, so I'm reading this book and um, she says something so fascinating in it, right? She, she talks about how early at a young age, she realized when people asked her what she wanted to be and if she said a doctor, all the adults would be happy with her. <laughs> so she would just be like, yeah, I want to be a pediatrician. And they'd be like, great, you know? Um, and she's like, as I get older, I realize it's one of the strangest things we can ask a child, what do you want to be when you grow up? As if you ever arrive. Right. And so she talks about her journey from all of these different things that she does. And she talks about uh, the first few weeks after they moved out of the White House, being in her house, opening windows, which was something she uh, they weren't allowed to do. Right. So it always felt cramped and making herself a piece of toast and all of these moments where she was like, I am becoming something else again. Um, and this is beautiful. Right. It wasn't to get me to that point of first lady. It wasn't to get me to become a doctor. It wasn't to arrive anywhere. All of the beauty is in the becoming. All of the beauty is in the arriving. It's not the perfection. And that is the beauty of the Christmas story is we don't have to believe in this ideal of Jesus coming and every single thing in the world being different. And if you don't have exclusively hope in your heart, you can't participate. So you just pretend, right? No, the reality is Jesus came and everything was different and everything was the same. And that exact middle place is where you have hopelessness and hope. You hold them both at the same time and you become someone beautiful in that. In that passage in Philippians, it talks about that, right? Do this, like continue on this work so that you may be able to discern these true and good and pure things. And the more life I live on this earth, I realize that those good and true and pure things are not black or white. They are right in the middle. The other day I texted my friend and she's like, hey, how's it going? I was like, I think I'm having the best and worst day ever. And I like it. Like, you know, it was so, I have very few experiences where like, this is just so good. The best thing, right, about this season of my life right now is being married, right? Which is just the best. And it's hard. And it was so fun getting to this place and it was so hard getting to this place and all of that makes it beautiful. So when we think about Christmas and the birth of Jesus, everything that existed, we think about our own lives, that's my message for you all today, right? That is my hope and my prayer that you would not let anything disqualify you from having hope, no matter how hopeless you feel, that's the very thing you need to get there. It shouldn't be perfect. If it's perfect, it's not real. If it's imperfect, if you're becoming, if you're arriving, now we're talking about something. So, uh, with that, we're going to get back into our groups. We're going to talk about this. Where can you reclaim hope this Christmas season? I added Christmas um, because it's Christmas. So, get back in your groups. Talk about this or anything else that you think of.
Thanks for listening to the New Abbey podcast. For more information, visit us on the web at www.newabbey.org.